This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, and welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat. I'm your host, and uh, today we're going to be talking about identity politics. Ooh, now I'm feeling uh, like I'm already in hot water. Um, it's a very, it's a very hot button topic, and people definitely uh, can get triggered by this topic quite a bit. But first. Thank God I get to do something first. <laughs> no, but this really, this is uh, something that will tie perfectly into the subject matter of the day. And that is discussing cooperation. One of our listeners asked me to discuss cooperation a little bit more. And so I am going to um, talk a little bit about my experience with that. And to do that, I will tell you that often when I was with JR, many times actually, um, he told me some variation of the following. I'm not in control. People think I'm in control. It looks like I'm in control, but really I'm just cooperating with what is in control. And he'd say it in various ways and but he would tell me this on multiple occasions. Um, and he really did do that. And as I, as I became more and more aware and as I moved my consciousness higher and was able to see things um, from a higher perspective and more clearly, the more I realized how much he really did do that. Um, because when I first came around and I was young, I, it really did seem like JR was in control um, of what was going on. And the more time I spent near him and close to him, I realized that really, like he said, um, it was just a high state of cooperation that he was living from. And he was cooperating with that, which is. And in terms of work, you could really see that um, he would say that people create their own jobs around him. Uh, and he'd also say that people fire themselves around him, that he didn't fire people, they fired themselves. Now, I saw him fire people. Um, in fact, there was a couple times that that people was me. <laughs> However, that didn't last with me. Um, but he, but he really wasn't, he, even though he was doing the firing, he, it was really, he was just cooperating with what it was. And those people, including myself, had fired themselves by what they, by their own actions, by, um, or lack of actions. And that that is something that it, it was really, it was really hard to argue with JR. Well, you could argue. And when I was younger, I argued plenty with him. Um, I would just, I was a teenager, I was young, I was uh, kind of full of myself and stupid and all those things that teenagers, generally speaking, 
at least this one was. Um, and I would just argue and argue with him about things and not win. And eventually <laughs> I wised up a little bit because you couldn't win with Jer because he, it's like arguing. It's like having a light on in the room and he's saying the light's on and you're arguing about that. You, all you have to do is look and it's true. And so when he was dealing with these things and when he was dealing with um, how he cooperated, there really was no argument because it was just what it was. And he was just stating it like it is. And you knew it was true and you could argue with it and you could resist it, uh, but it was what it was. And, and he was right in that way. Um, and so, and I saw this in other ways. Um, it seemed that there are times where people from the way I viewed it, the way I ended up seeing it is that in a, in some sense, and it was different for each person on the why or the how and all of that, um, and the expression, but it's like people would had created through this lifetime, past lifetimes, whatever, there was some sort of, um, karmic or they had earned some sort of opportunity and what they did with it really jr didn't control that was up to them but jr was cooperating with what it was which is that there was an opportunity that was owed to them um, or maybe he even had a personal debt to someone or uh, something that he needed to complete by giving someone an opportunity and they did what they did. And that really didn't matter in some ways um, to what JR was doing. And they, you know, they got to use that opportunity to their advantage or they got to use that opportunity to their disadvantage. And it um, didn't matter because he was cooperating with the opportunity that was owed to them that they had earned or in some way. And then when that, when that was done, um, depending on what was present and that they may be gone or just moved on or something else happened. And so it was, it was an interesting thing as I gained awareness to watch how that whole flow worked around JR and how he really, you know, the more I, the more, and even to this day, the more I, um, deepen my understanding of cooperation. I deepen my understanding of what is, the more I um, realize just how much in cooperation he really was and that it wasn't him in control. It was just that he really was cooperating with what, what is in control. And one of the first steps to cooperation is acceptance. Um, if you don't accept what is, it's really going to be hard to cooperate with what is. And to, if you don't accept that, and if you're not um, moving your awareness towards what is for the highest good, then it's going to be hard to cooperate with what is for the highest good. Um, and that's something that I also found with Jared. It, it's not just that he cooperated with um, negativity. Uh, he was cooperating with something much greater, something that was in control, which uh, was God or spirit or whatever you want to call 
that consciousness and that beingness um, that he was in cooperation, in a, a high cooperation state with that. And that consciousness, that um, awareness, God, that that was working in a way that was for the highest good. So there may be different options within that, within the highest good. And we can go or with what may happen um, and we can keep going and moving towards what is for the highest good. But the first step is cooperation, I mean, is acceptance. And that's actually um, the first law of spirit. Now I'm going to read something from a book of JR's called Timeless Wisdoms. And I had the pleasure of going through uh, this book with JR, um, each chapter and, you know, him editing it and all of that. A lot of, I think most, if not all of JR's books um, were transcribed from his seminars and then put into a format and compiled in a way uh, that was pleasurable to read, that was um, good for a book. Um, but in that process from moving it from the seminar that he gave into a book format, uh, JR would go through each chapter and, you know, do his edits and make sure that it was saying, um, that it was conveying the same thing that what he was meaning to say that um, the written word was conveying what the spoken word was conveying. And so, and what he was meaning to convey. And so, um, and then putting, you know, put, it seemed that when Jair would do this, he'd also put his energy into it in the form that ended up. So I had the pleasure of going through this book with him and reading each chapter and um, assisting him in editing it in that way. Uh, Betsy would send us each chapter and we would go through it. And I just remember, so it's a good memory for me sitting in the living room and reading each chapter of this book to JR and, and discussing each chapter of this book with JR. And um, that was, that was really, it's a really sweet memory inside of me of doing that. So th this is from Timeless Wisdoms. I'll put a link to it. I'm sure it's on Amazon. Um, and I'll put a link to where you can buy it on my, uh, on my blog. So the, this is from the chapter called Acceptance is the First Law of Spirit. It says, the reason more of us are not spiritually aware people is that we often don't or won't accept what is happening. Acceptance is a flow of consciousness that continually moves on to the next thing. So accept whatever comes your way and don't grumble against anything that happens to you. If it happens, it happens. Go on about your business. Keep flowing. You cannot control circumstances from the outside. So instead of resisting pain or failure and defending against it, you can embrace and encompass your pain and your failures, fully accepting them so that they become part of you. You then can let them go because they are part of your inner environment. They're within your domain and the loving of your soul can dissolve them. When we surrender our petty control patterns to our soul, which is on a higher and more refined level than our minds, emotions, and bodies, we transfer our consciousness to what is really running things. We then don't have to make things happen in our lives. They simply happen. 
and our task is to cooperate with the natural movement inherent in all things. So I think that's a great um, description of this process of moving into acceptance and then co and then once we have acceptance we can cooperate. Um, and one of the parts of cooperation obviously is awareness, it's acceptance, um, it's observing what is, it's uh, letting go of our preconceived notions, our beliefs, our judgments, so that we can move into the state of acceptance or into this activity of acceptance, of living acceptance. And as we move into that and as we become more aware, um, through spiritual exercises, through our meditations, through our focus and our intention, that we can move more and more into that higher state of cooperation with what is for the highest good and with what is in control. And so that's hopefully helps um, those of you, and especially um, the listener who wrote, who requested me discuss a little bit about cooperation. So now let's go into identity politics. The reason I want to talk about this is that it seems that there is um, a lot of this going on in our world right now, uh, where people are getting very um, angry at each other, uh, are creating a lot of separation um, through identifying themselves with different groups, whether it's um, a political orientation, a political ideology, religious ideology, uh, race, um, sexual orientation, whatever, whatever that identity that people, um, these groups that people are involving themselves in and then fighting with the groups who see something differently. Um, or who are against whatever group. So there's a lot of groups right now, it seems, that are at each other's throats. And so I wanted to offer a different perspective on this, um, possibly a higher perspective. <laughs> I would hope that this is a higher perspective. Um, I don't say this is the right perspective or the wrong perspective. It is just a different perspective and maybe can help uplift and look at these things a little differently. Um, the things that are going on in the world and how we are responding uh, so that we can respond maybe from a higher perspective, at least some of the time. And, I know I'm at risk um, even right now of going into opinions and my own positions and my own belief structures. Um, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna make a dive at this and hopefully uh, the spirit will smooth out anything that's that's uh, that's my own stuff. So one of the th first things that came to me um, in terms of a story that really addresses the issue of identity politics. First off, it's what you identify as or yourself as. Um, and when I was with JR, 
uh, he would often uh, say, you know, I need to get out of the body. So when he would say, I need to get out of the body, he would close his eyes and um, if maybe we'd be driving or even if we were at the house, maybe he'd lie down or he'd be in his chair and he would go out of his body. And um, it was like sleep, but it was different. He, he would just move his awareness out of his body. Um, and being with him uh, for so many years and in those situations, one of the blessings of my life is that if I wasn't driving the car or busy doing something else, um, if I, when I had the opportunity to go out of my body, at the same time Jer was going out of his body, uh, it could be pretty amazing, would be an understatement. There's no statement that could compare to what that experience was. I, the going out of my body, traveling, and Jer taking me uh, with him, I don't know how to even describe the the depth of that experience. And it's just beyond. Um, and so that experience of going out of the body, and you can have various levels of experience of going out of the body. I mean, doing the spiritual exercises, which I talked about, uh, gives you an opportunity to do that. I find that doing the spiritual exercises in groups um, definitely brings a greater level of that energy um, at retreats. And when you get a lot of people who are working in that way, in that meditation form, and they come together and do silent SEs, silent spiritual exercises, um, they're not necessarily doing any, even chanting out loud, but just all holding that inner focus and meditating um, silently like that, the energy can get wild and can and wild in a very, um, not wild like partying <laughs> type of wild, but wild in a very spiritual context in terms of um, moving and traveling and it's like a, a better springboard when you have more people, it seems. Um, but being around JR was like that on steroids. It was like uh, just, it, it was something else. Anyway, so how does that relate to identity politics? Well, one of the things is that if you get out of your body, and as you do this meditation practices and your meditation practices um, and you move out of the body, it can be very freeing in terms of your identity because if you can get out of the body, then this body is just a vehicle for whatever that consciousness is that can get out of it, that can move out of it. Um, and if we over-identify with this body and our mind and emotions, our personalities, as that is who we are, um, then that's not true. And we are 
um, locking ourselves in in our belief system of something that just is not true. Uh, if we were our bodies, then, you know, any of you who have seen somebody who has passed into spirit and still see their body there, uh, that body was theirs, but it's not them because if that body were them, then it would still be them, but it's, it's not. It, because whatever that life is, whatever that essence is, whatever that who they are is, uh, once that goes from the body, uh, they, that body is no longer them. So a big part of um, the negative power's role on this planet is to create separation between people. And it's really easy when we start over-identifying ourselves uh, by anything, whether it's um, our political ideology, whether it's our sexual orientation, um, whether it's our sex, whether male, female, or, or any other um, way we identify ourselves, whether it's the color of our skin, um, whether it's our, uh, our intellectual achievements, such as degrees and, and any of those type of things, as soon as we separate ourselves from others uh, by over-identifying who we are as that, as that lesser thing that's really not who we are, um, then we're much more susceptible to get into uh, this fighting over from the perspective from that perspective and the more that we can gain that higher awareness of who we are and who we are is also connected with all people whether it's the homeless person in the street or the great inventor or the great ceo or um or the president of whatever country or prime minister of whatever country you live in, uh, whether, it's, um, whether it's the street sweeper or the doctor or any of these people who occupy these jobs, um, once you move into the higher awareness, you are you are all connected and you are all um, one in you're differentiated, but there's this aspect of you that is the soul, that is divine, that is this essence that we're talking about that, that moves out of the body. Um, that is uh, who we are. And if the more you can move into that perspective, the more you can see things from a higher perspective. And then when you come back into the body, um, that perspective gives you a, uh, maybe a less, it means that the identities that you hold have less power because you have this other experience. And so really to get out of the, it seems to be the solution for a lot of things, doesn't it? Um, getting out of, the body of moving your awareness into the higher realms of spirit of becoming aware of who you are as as one with this divine 
presence, with God, with uh, whatever you want to call that. Um, that, that, that you are this other consciousness that is more than that. And then it becomes identifying with this body become, becomes like if I drive a Toyota, me saying, I am a Toyota. Or if you drive a Ford, you saying, I am a Ford. Well, I don't like you because you're a Ford. I don't like you because you're a Toyota. We're not, the, we're not our car. I mean, if I said that to someone, they would think I'm crazy. Uh, it's preposterous to say that I am my car, that you are your car. But it's just as preposterous to say that I am this body or you are that body. Um, and so once you, once you understand who you are and once you understand who others are, it, it becomes just as preposterous as if I said, I'm a car, it's a vehicle, it's a thing that we use and it's a thing that this consciousness takes on and comes down through these other levels. And so it's really that we start identifying more and more um, with that higher nature of who we are. And to do that, it really is a matter of experience. And it's not something where I would say, listen to Nat and um, have some idea of this thing that you are a soul or something like that. No, it's, it's about getting the experience of what this is. That's really what this is about. Uh, and going inside and, and moving into that, that awareness inside of who you are and exteriorizing or moving into that different state of awareness uh, that is more expanded, that is not tied to this body. Um, and when you start having that, more of that experience, and I had so many of those around JR um, of various qualities and types, and you know maybe at some point uh, I'll share more about that. Um, but to to say that we are this body and that we are our skin color, that we are our sex or our sexual orientation or any of these things is really to say that you're less than divine um, and is to over-identify with something. And though, yes, in the, as we identify as that soul who is in this body, who is having this experience, then it doesn't invalidate the experience we've had um, or the experience we're having in this life. It doesn't invalidate what all that is that we're here to learn and to grow through these conditions and overcome them, but it does give another perspective um, that you are something much more, that everyone, that each person that you come in contact with is something much more uh, than what they may be portraying outwardly that what this, this level of reflected light, how that light reflects um, off of their skin, how this um, light reflects in terms of their degrees or their, um, 
whatever, whatever it is, their job, what, how the light reflects off the Ferrari that they drive or um, how the light reflects off the shopping cart that is their home. You know, th this, is, um, this is something that as we learn to not over-identify with the outer circumstances of each person, while still acknowledging with understanding and compassion uh, the different, all the different experiences that we have, um, that they're all part of who we are and, and what we're here to learn, and having compassion and understanding for each other, going through the difficulties that each of us have based on the conditions of of our body, of our sex, of our sexual orientation, of our political belief system, of whatever, um, of where we're from, of our cultural uh, challenges, all of these things, you know, we have compassion for each other as we, and we have, which brings in connection with each other, knowing that we're all doing our best working through these things. And when people are portraying this other consciousness where they've over-identified with any aspect lower than who they truly are as divine, and when, that we can still hold that light by moving more into, the, um, into who we are, into that awareness and holding that light for ourselves and others with compassion. And that, to me, is how we move uh, from this, this very divisive environment that um, a lot of people find themselves in today. And we move from it by our example, by not participating in it in that way, by having our participation be something that um, brings connection, that brings loving, even when we are confronted with others who are not doing that. Just because others are not doing, are not identifying with who they truly are, um, doesn't mean that we have any right to judge them for that. Doesn't mean that we have any right to start identifying in the same way as less than who we are. To me, it's really about moving into a higher degree of cooperation, of acceptance of what is out there, what people are doing, and, and cooperating with the spirit inside of us and moving more and more into that awareness. So really we become that, those conductors of light, those conductors of loving, and that can be seen in how we relate to people and how we relate to each other, that we relate to people with kindness and loving regardless of what they're doing. Um, because all of us at different times, and I raise both hands on this, all of us move into over-identifying with what's less than who we truly are. I move into that on a daily basis. It's part of this human condition and that's part of <laughs> that's part of something that we accept that that is also part of the experience of this level and so um and so as we move our consciousness more into 
that awareness, that higher awareness, we also accept the parts of us that are acting and behaving in this way as well and that get triggered um, and that maybe react in a way that is less than representative of who we are because that's also part of it. And so as we do that and as we forgive it, we just keep our focus going towards it because it, to resist, um, to resist the negativity just doesn't work. It, you just get more resistance. Like war begets war, um, peace begets peace. So if you want more of something, you don't resist what it's not, you go towards what it is. So that concludes our episode for today. Hopefully I've given you a different perspective on how to approach in your consciousness, this idea of identity politics and how people are expressing in the world so that we may be an example. We may uh, be more of that, which is loving and caring and be the example of coming together, even with those whom we may disagree with. So you can get more at my website, transcend.online. You can also go to the contact page there and contact me and uh, email me. And I love to hear from you, love to hear subjects, uh, things that you're dealing with and areas that uh, I might address on this show. So thank you all for listening. And I hope to have you listening next week. Have a great week.